right, welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Once again, I have an amazing guest. I'd like to welcome John Rodriguez. Hello, Todd. Yes, thanks for being here. Oh, I thank you. I'm gr- yeah. very grateful yeah. to be here. You bet. He brought his beautiful wife for support. She's on the side here cheering us on. So thanks for being here as well. And and uh, before we get started, I, again, want to thank our sponsor, uh, Veracity Networks, and my friend Drew Peterson for making that possible. Uh, they've been really helpful in getting the word out. And uh, exactly. Um, anyway, uh, very, very thankful for them. And again, listeners, thank you for all your support and for sharing this podcast. Um, so many people have responded and just feel very blessed. And today's going to be no different. We got a, an amazing guy named... John Rodriguez, but he actually goes by João. João. Yeah, but I go by John because yeah. it's kind of hard for Americans <laughs> pronounce my name. Yes. Yeah, and you're originally from Brazil. Yep. Yeah, and so uh, John uh, has lived an amazing life. He's doing amazing things, and I can't wait for you guys to hear his story. We're going to talk about his life in Brazil and then how he made it here to America, and he has a passion for uh, money, actually. Uh, it's probably a good way to say it, but not just money, <laughs> just to make money, but more about learning how to save it, learning to invest, mm-hmm. learning to make uh, good, sound decisions, uh, to set your family in a in a you know in a financially sound situation. Perfect. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's yeah. totally true. And we'll get into that here in a minute too. But let's let's just get started. You know, tell us a little bit about growing up in Brazil and and kind of you know go from there, and we'll talk a little bit about your family as well. All right. So uh, I grew up in the capital city uh, of Brazil, which many people think is Rio de Janeiro or Sao Paulo, but Uh it's actually uh, a small state in Brazil called the Federal District, which which is the main city of Brasilia. So I'm from the capital city of Brazil, which is Brasilia. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in 1995. I am actually uh, 23 years old. Okay. And when I was born, I was born in a middle-class family. My family was not totally uh, poor, but we were not uh, rich as well. But I remember that I I had a good life. Like I always had food on my uh-huh. table, clothes. Uh, my mother, she was a single mom, and I I have a brother as well who grew up with me. Is he older? Or uh, he is younger than me, okay. one year and three months. Gotcha. So it's just you two? Yeah. Well, actually, he grew up with me, but uh, from my dad's side, I have more uh, brothers and sisters, okay. but I never had a, like, a very strong connection with okay. them so that i just grew up with one brother okay so your parents at one point were married or did they never get married no no okay. they they never were married okay. my my when my father he met my wife he was already married and he had three kids already so, so when your father met your mother yeah right so they had uh uh unfair you know okay and i was born with my brother okay you know yeah my my father he was a like he he was a kind of like that guys you know having fun all the time he stuff kind, like kind that of like, kind of like a what we would call a player yeah a player yeah okay yeah. so did you um did you 
hang out with your dad as a young kid? Did you guys not, get to know each other? Not much, not no. much. My my mother, I grew up with her all the time, and I just saw my father um, a couple of times in the month, like not okay. not too much. Okay. But something uh, happened uh, in the future, and I had more a uh, connection with him. And I, okay. yeah, I was about uh, twelve years old. Uh, my mother she got married again. Okay. But the guy she got married was not a very cool guy. He, he was cool in the beginning, but after that he started being uh, violent. And then my grandparents they went to the court to get my um, guardianship. Oh, okay. You know, your grandparents knew that some yeah. bad things were happening in the home, and yeah, actually, and so. I grew up with my grandma and my grandfather. For I always lived with them, but then my mother and I we moved to another uh, neighborhood, and then she got married, and this uh, things were not uh, working out very well. And then my grandparents went to the court and they got me back and I lived with them until I left for my LDS mission. Okay. So let's jump back just a little bit though. So you just, you know, you know, growing up, um, not having your father in your home mm -hmm. and stuff, and it's just you and your brother and your mom. Yep. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I would imagine you probably had a lot of fun at the same mm -hmm. time. It might've been a little difficult. Did you, Ever feel sad not having your dad around? No, not not really, because I I had my uncle and my okay. my grandpa. They 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 were all those uh, man family or father figures. Yeah, yeah. father figure figures uh -huh. I had in my life. So I I never missed my father, but when I got uh, back with him i discovered that my dad was a cool guy really really like my mother always said bad stuff about him yeah. you know but when i got to meet him i was like man this guy's so cool really yeah he was a <laughs> mechanic uh -huh. you know he i all the times i went to see him he, he was laughing uh he never made a drama about nothing when I got, when I used to see him, he was always making fun about stuff, asking me about my life. He used to give me some money, which is not mm -hmm. was uh, not so much money, but he gave me he a change. He helped out when you could. Yeah, but he was cool. You know, I, I I didn't have the chance to to be with him a lot, but in the last years of uh, his life. I I saw that he was a good person. Right. Well, he he made some mistakes in life, like ev everybody else. But for me, he was a cool person. Right. So has he since passed away? Yeah. Uh, when I got back from a mission, around 2016, he got sick because he used to smoke a lot. Okay. And he worked hard, uh, a lot. He was tired. He never had a uh, time to rest. He was always working, 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 and his body was getting tired, tired, and he was smoking as well, right. not taking care of his health. And then one day he went to the hospital, and uh, 
And one day I was walking by his uh, place where he used to work right. and the place was closed. And I was like, well, what happened? And I went to his house to talk to his wife and, and she told me that he had been in the hospital. He was very sick. And she asked me to go there to see him. But at the time, I didn't uh, realize that he was very, very sick. Like, I thought he was sick, but he would be good back and he was, he was going to be back again. And two weeks after, uh, she found me on the streets again and she told me, go to see your father because he's very sick. Okay. And he wants to see you. But for some reason, I didn't go to the hospital to see him. I, I don't know why. I, For me, I thought he was going to be back. And I think a couple of days after, it was on Saturday. I was sleeping. It was around 8 a.m. Uh -huh. And she knocked our door. And she told my, my, my grandma that my dad passed away oh wow yeah but like for me uh i was not like totally sad for him because at that point i i he was tired he was very very sick i i heard from the doctors that he he was done right he couldn't make it so I called my mom. I told her that he, he had passed away, and my mother started uh, to to cry a lot. But yeah. um, I was I felt more. Um, I felt that he was better than, like than he was. Right. Yeah. He's not suffering anymore. Yeah. And it just felt That's good knowing point. that part. That's the that, point. Yeah. And uh, and one thing that helped me a lot it was the last time i saw him he was we left together yeah he was okay he was fine we had that friendship you know so uh for me he went away and we were good wow, we good. were we didn't have unfinished business right you know what i mean it's good yeah so and is your mom still living? Is she still alive? Yeah, she is. She she lives in 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 Brasilia as well. Uh, my brother and she they live together. Okay, so yeah. your brother's still down there as well. Yeah, she is. They she works uh, with dentists. She she she's a really good salesperson. And my brother, I think she lives with, with her. I'm not sure. But yeah, but they are still down in, in Brazil. Okay. Yeah, my mother she she always uh, she worked hard to uh, raise uh, my brother and I. Uh, she was a old school mom, you know what I mean? Like she was do what I do, do what I say, or I gonna spank you. <laughs> and she right. did a couple of times. Yeah. When my brother and I were kids, we used <laughs> to fight like do. A dump stuff together, and a couple of times my mother got me. Right, you know? got a hold of you. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, today I realize I realized that my mother, uh, I never had like a good relationship with her, but today I realized that she did 
her best to raise me and my brother. Right. And I don't, I, I don't, I don't keep bad feelings for her about those, those, uh, those times she spanked yeah. me. Like today, it's it's really funny to remember. Yeah. Because, right. but uh, that's fine. I don't. Yeah. Well, I your don't. mom was doing her best, being a single parent. Yeah. Trying to keep you two boys mm. in line. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's and, the point. And trying to discipline you in yeah. certain areas. And so she was doing the best that she could yeah. with what she had. And yeah, yeah, we she sent us to a good uh, school in Brazil. Okay. Like in Brazil, if you go to a private school, it's because your parents uh, like they 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 take care about your education yeah they meant a lot to her yeah. to make sure you get a good education and she did that for us we never had like video games cell phones really? at the time huh. no we we used to play in the streets with our friends and stuff like that but my my mother she always provided the base like what we really needed you right. know education food um uh, clothes, some fun, you know, she did our best. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So did you do well in school? Did you, was it a hard school because it was private or? Well, I was good do? in science, English, uh, mm -hmm. but like uh, at some point math and uh, uh, physicists Chemistry was not my my point. I always struggled mm -hmm. with this uh, classes, but I w I never was one of the best students. But I was always uh, in the middle. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, I I was a good friend for my friends at school. Yeah. Sometimes I did really well at school with my grades, but I never I never wanted like. I was the best a couple of times, but at, like as the time the times passed by, school was getting hotter, and I was just I was just like, well, yeah. I just want to make the year. I don't care to be yeah. like the best student. Yeah. What was your dreams as a kid? What did you want to do, and what did you want to be? Did you have any of those growing up that you would kind of fantasize about a little bit? Well. M I, I always saw my mother working uh, hard a lot and she always teached me to to go further in life mm -hmm. she always had uh, a good approach like uh, she she took really well with uh, of her money and she told me to do the same uh, I don't know what I wanted to be I just knew that I wanted like as a kid i just want to be uh rich you know that's what you want to be you <clears throat> you want to have money but in brazil like uh at the time i i never had the idea to open a business to invest money never mm -hmm. uh and in brazil uh, like people if you want to have money you need to be a doctor you need to be a lawyer right. you yeah. need to be uh, I don't know. You need to go to college to, yeah. to, and most of the people they do that because they want the money, not because they love what they 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 do. You know, so when I was a kid, I just wanted to to discover when I really wanted to be, but I I always wanted to have 
to have uh, more than enough for me, for my family, yeah. to be able to help me, my family, and others as well. Gotcha. I I remember a couple of times that I always was uh, I I helped some people when I was a kid uh, with money, with clothes, with food. So I always I I had been a giver for uh, like for for a while already right. since I was a kid. Right. My my mother always told me to give. You know, not to hold for me, but always being really? given. Yeah. yeah, like I don't mind to to give stuff for other people. You know, help them with what they need. So it's good for me. Uh, my wife and I, we have done this these things a couple of times, and the feeling you feel when you are helping someone else, yeah. it's great. Yeah, that's that is. Uh, I'm glad you said that because I think. I think one there's a there's a powerful principle that I teach my clients and it's this if you want to be mm-hmm. give it away. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be anything, so for instance if you want to be happy, go give away happiness. Yeah. If you want to be abundant, go give away your abundance. Go give your $5 to someone that only yeah. has $1, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got it and you get it back. And the feeling like you said, John, that uh, when we when we help others and we reach out to other people, how good it feels. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad. So that's something your mom taught you at a young age, it sounds like. Yeah, I I remember that I had I had a blanket that I loved a lot when I was a kid, and she <laughs> gave away that blanket. And I got really mad at my mom. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's your blankie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a yellow blanket uh-huh. that I, I loved. I was walking all the time with that blanket, but... Well, she gave to other person that needed more than me, you know, because yeah. I was growing up already. She wanted me to, to be a boy and not to be a baby <laughs> holding a blanket, yeah. you know. And I have seen you were my eighteen mom, when you were holding the blanket. No, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's time to grow up, John. Let's get yeah. rid of that blankie. Yeah. No, but that's uh, yeah. I bet that was really hard at the time, but uh, yeah. knowing that it went to someone who else, needs it a little more than you do. Yeah, I I saw her giving away a lot of stuff for other people, and before my mission, I I helped a lot of people on the streets, right. you know, and you know I I can't remember that I helped a couple of people yeah. in my life, yeah, and I'll I'll keep doing that, uh, always I see a chance, yeah, to, to do that. That's great. Well, what led up to you coming? wanting to come to the United States. Let's well, talk about that. Yeah, so when I come back from my mission, I served a, a LDS mission in Brazil. And when I came back, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I was kind of lost. I didn't know. And I had a friend, uh, a friend who grew up uh, with me. His name is Peter. And he was, he is one of the mar- smartest person that I have mm-hmm. ever known in my life. Right. And I was in my mission and this guy, he won a championship in Brazil and he, he won against 5,000 people. And he went to Japan to show his idea to Japanese investors 
And when he came back, he told me about uh, the stuff, about investments, about stock market and whatever. And I was like, okay. Uh, and as soon as I got back from my mission, I got a job f f in an um, American company called right. High Sight Corporation. Mm -hmm. My bus, he was from here, uh, Wisconsin. And he flew down to Brazil to open the business out there. And I got a job in the company. Uh, I was hired to be his executive secretary. Okay. And at that time, the company was growing. It was a direct-to-sales company. The company uh, used to work with really expensive stuff for kitchen. You know, okay. pants, uh, sure. forks, and stuff like that. So you could make a lot of money selling that stuff. Right. You know, and he offered me two positions in sales or in the office, but I got the job in the office because you know I wanted to have a salary, like yeah. a safe stuff. I didn't want to sell anything. Right. But two months after, I was paying the commissions, and I saw how much money those guys were making selling that stuff. Right. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And a couple <laughs> of days thinking about that, I I called my, my boss, and I thought, hey, I need to quit. I'm going to the sales right now. <laughs> and he was like, okay. He just sh shaked my hand. Good luck. And I remember that I quit the job on t uh, on on Monday, on Tuesday, and I started uh, with sales. And in three days, I closed three deals, and I make more. I made more money than I used to make in an entire month in, in three, three days. days. Wow! Three days. It sounds like you made the right choice, huh? <laughs> well, that was the point when I truly realized that something was wrong with working, selling your time, you know? Yeah. Working for someone else nine to five every day. And I was like, man, I did more than I used to make in an entire month in three days. And that was my that was my turning point. You know, like, man, I need to learn about this because I'm not going to work for someone else forever. Right. I don't want to have a usual life. And and I worked with sales uh, in that company for hopefully eight months. I brought m more people to work with me. I, I had a team with around 10 people. And I learned about sales, about management, uh, and all that that kind of stuff. But I, my mind was uh, being uh, being open for money, but I still didn't know what I truly wanted in my life. Yeah, you know, uh, when I when I was born, my 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 grandma she joined the the LDS church, you know, and. For for a while, I always wanted to live in Utah because I always saw those Americans, missionaries. I always thought that Utah was a paradise, <laughs> you know, and I had right. that feeling inside of me for all my life that I, I wanted to be here. And around December 2016, I was working in this company and I... It was about eight months after when I got back from my mission. Right. I was going to uh, sleep already, and a girl called me 
uh, text me on Facebook was Chantel. She was asking me how I learned, how did I learn to speak English so uh -huh. well. Uh -huh. And <laughs> we started to talk and like something started to go on between, uh, between us. And I tried my visa to come here to visit her, but my visa was tonight, so oh, okay. I couldn't make it. So I told her, I called her, and I told her, hey, my visa was denied. I, I, I can't go to see you. But she bought the, the, the tickets, and she flew down to Brazil like two months after. Oh, okay. Yeah, in March. And she got to know my family, my my brother my my grandma and they loved her we spent uh two weeks together and that was enough to for us to decide what we wanted to do you know so she came back to us to so you so you knew within that two weeks she wanted to be with her i i knew well she she knew as well even before you just had this Just based on yeah, what you've seen I, and heard. Well, we were talking for a while okay. before, gotcha. and I we had a lot of stuff in common. And the way she found me, you know, I felt in my heart that uh, she could be the one. But yeah. she flew <laughs> down to Brazil, and I got to see her that she was real. You know, <laughs> right? Like and, this is real. Okay. Yeah. Good. I wasn't just talking and to a computer. <laughs> yeah, it was good because all the time we were all only make phone calls, video calls, you know. Mm -hmm. And when she went to Brazil, we had the chance to talk together, yeah. to hang out, you know. And when she came back to to US, we we applied for the fiance visa and the whole process took uh 11 months. Yeah, we were away right. for almost a year. Okay. But I got the visa. I went to have my interview in Rio de Janeiro, mm -hmm. and they they gave me the visa, and I came to U.S. Uh, last year on February. Okay. Yeah. And we got married in April in the Salt Lake Temple in, on April 14th. Oh, yeah, right on. Around one year Very cool uh one year yeah, ago so it's been over a year yeah right on yeah and it's be cool because <laughs> uh since i came to us i i i have that perspective you right. know between brazil and us and i can see the difference between the two countries right you know brazil is a great country it's a beautiful place uh just like us mm -hmm. but you know like brazil is is a, it's a little expensive to live a lot of taxes it's not so safe you know uh you need to be careful where you go and like the the living cost in, in my city is high right you know like if you make money like you are gonna pay all your bills but in the end you're not gonna have so much to do anything else yeah yeah like in here you work more than in brazil but you make more money but you can have like more power to right to 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 buy your stuff right you know and it's cheaper uh it's it's safer you know i feel like uh in u.s 
like especially here in Utah I mm-hmm. I hadn't been in other states but I I think like in uh in the west like there's a mutual uh respect respect between people right yeah you know people, people are polite and, yeah. and then that's the point I think I'm uh, like here in US uh, people are more polite they they talk to you on the streets even if they don't know you yeah you know they ask you how you are they hold the door for you at the gene right whatever you are yeah little you know, things like that that's go cool along the way. I, I i like it for sure you know and that's it i i i love us uh i i feel i feel safe here i feel like i'm home like I, I I feel like I, I came back home, right. you know, like I had business in Brazil to do for a while, but I came back home after all that time. Gotcha. You know, I, yeah. I feel very blessed to hear. Yeah. Is your mom happy that you're here? Yeah, she was because yeah. when I came back from my mission, Brazil was going through a very bad time, like scandals, uh, yeah. politicians doing crazy stuff with the money mm-hmm. you know and when i came back like I, i i i just heard that there was no jobs like brazil was broken was struggling yeah, yeah. So. and when i told her that I was moving to us she got very happy for me because she knew that i i was i was gonna have another chance another live life you know right i'm so yeah another That's life awesome. So let's talk about, um, you know, you, you, you've come here now and you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're married to your beautiful wife and you, things are going well and you, you, you have this passion for, for investing. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that and mm-hmm. kind of what you're doing now. Okay. And then, uh, you know, and why, and why you're so passionate about it. Okay. So, uh, first of all, most of people think that, uh, like I, My goal is to be rich because I love fancy stuff, but actually I hate fancy stuff. <laughs> you know, I I want to be rich because I don't want to wake up in the morning and leave my wife and go to work for someone else that I don't like. Right. You know? Sure. Uh, I want to have the freedom to to travel, to travel right. whenever I want. You know, so money is not, it doesn't mean for, for me, fancy clothes, fancy cars, fancy, fancy stuff, you know? So, uh, when I, when this friend, uh, from Brasilia came at me, uh, Peter, he told me about investments and stock market. And he said that I need to, to start. And I always had that in my mind, but I didn't, uh, knew I didn't know exactly what the stock market was right how how does how the stock market works so when you when you put your money in a stock market you you were buying ownership over those companies right you know like you you can buy stocks from coca-cola visa mastercard uh Wells Fargo, and when you buy stocks from that company, the company see you as an investor. Right. And as an investor, you are supposed to receive part of the money from that company, part of the right. p- profits. Yep. It's called dividends. You know. Dividends. Yeah, dividends. When you hold a stock, the company pays dividends, and 
like when I started to invest in here, I realized that this is America. You know, this is America. We yeah. have the S&P 500, yeah. the largest company in America, and people don't realize how powerful the 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 stock market is. And Chantel and I, we decided that we were going to seek for 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 freedom, you know, mm -hmm. and we were going to invest uh 20% of your money in the stock market. And we have been doing this for a while oh, wow. already. Great. And, you know, uh, I love it. I, I just love it. And I, I, I teach people what I know, you know, because sometimes uh, people, if, like, there are people, if I gave them $10,000 right now in their hands, they're going to spend everything. Yeah. Like they uh, like investing is the last idea they're gonna have in their minds. Right. You know they're gonna buy a iPhone, uh, a fancy shoes. Uh, like mm -hmm. they, they, they're gonna travel, and a few weeks but after they're gonna be broken again. Yeah, they're gonna be the ten. You know? They're gonna blow the ten grand and. Yeah. So I have been found good companies that I have put m my money. And investing in the stock market is is for is more for the long term, you know. Right. You're not gonna be rich like uh, in two years, three years, four years. It's it's at least 10, 15 years. After 10, 15 years, you can say that you have some money, you know. But my goal is to have money enough to create dividends enough to pay for my bills and I don't have to work for the money uh, anymore. Right. You know, so so those dividends, they are going to cover my liabilities, you know. So that's my goal in the stock market. Okay. And then I can provide for me, for my, my wife, for my kids, you know, and for other people that I that I want to help. Right. You know, and I have been following Todd a couple of uh, philosophies that I, I believe, you know, uh, most of people, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to sound harsh with anybody, but uh, like most of people, they follow what other people do, you know, like yeah. you got to get married, you got to get a job and you need to buy a house as soon as possible. You know, personally, uh, we are like great like for now mm -hmm. we don't need to buy a house there's nothing wrong with renting a place you know because uh you can invest more money right you know i yeah. i just feel like uh there's a lot of resources you can use if you it, 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 it's not about how much money you make you know it's more like uh how you take care of your, your money right you know and one of the histories that most uh, inspires me uh there was a man here in the united states called theodore johnson and he worked for ups as a driver and his and over his entire life he never made more than fourteen thousand dollars per year you know right and one day a friend <clears throat> told him hey you need to invest your money 
And he was like, no, I don't have money enough to invest. Yeah, right. And his French told, well, if the government comes here and say they are going to tax, uh, tax you, you are going to scream, cry, but you are going to pay. But you're still going to pay. Yeah. yeah. You have to do that with yourself. When you get a, your, your, your <laughs> paycheck, yeah. you need to tax 20% of your money and put this in the market. Right. And this guy, he made this for his entire life. When he was about to retire, he had a fortune. Uh, his fortune was about 70, 80 millions of dollars. Wow. You know? Yeah. And he, he was investing only 20%. Right. of his income sure. so that's possible you can invest for your future and when you are about to be done with your life like like about to die you don't need to depend on the government right you know you can have you money enough yourself, yeah right? that's the point yeah so you have to be very disciplined to do those kind of things yeah right it comes down to disciplining yourself to put 20 percent aside because that that's a good chunk for a lot of people yeah but you right? know what is interesting after a while you get addicted yeah yeah like yeah. you get addicted like i was i used to to spend money with uh some stuff that i don't need but after a while invest all the money i get i have i want to invest you know like it's it's like a drug yeah you know you you want to make sure your money is going to a good place yeah no, that it's interesting. Makes a lot of sense. That's that's good. Good advice too. Um, if you could give any advice to anyone out there right now who, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, is looking to just try to better their lives, what yeah. what advice could you give them? Well, uh, I had the same question when I was in Brazil. You know, and I, and for a while I was stuck. Uh, reading a lot of books, mm -hmm. book after book after book right. after book after book, but I was in the same place. Yeah, you know, I was <laughs> in the same place. I, yeah, I felt, man, I I have been reading all these books, but nothing has changed in my life. Yeah, you know. Yep. But sometimes, uh, you don't need to know more. You need to do more. Yeah, you know. I love that. You know. Yeah, you can read every book on the planet, but if you don't do anything with the information, what does, yeah. it, what does it matter? Yeah, I was I was fat, mentally speaking. <laughs> I, I had so much stuff in my mind, yeah. but I was locked in my room yeah. thinking about the future I, I was going to have. <laughs> but, you know, but uh, like I think starting to invest was the turning point of my life. Yeah. You know, so I think uh, you don't need to have a lot to start but you just need to start so i think uh f for those who needs uh, a piece of advice i just would say that you can start right now with whatever you mm -hmm. have right. you don't need to have a lot to start yeah well that's great advice and i love the advice of you know you can read and and read and read and read, but yep. you're still in the same place. You've got yeah. to go out and do. Mm -hmm. And that goes along with anything in life. And I love that advice. I think that's wonderful. Um, if there's some people out there that want to get to know you better or want to know more about your story, what would be a good way for them to reach out to you? Well, uh, they can talk to me on my Instagram account. Okay. Uh, 
how do you say that symbol? Uh, at the, at the Rio uh, Joel Pedro. But I I have also my email. But I am in LDS Business College. So what? So, um, why are you are you comfortable giving out your email? Yeah, sure. So I'll, I'll I I spell it out for us. Oh, actually, I can give my phone number. You really it's want better to give your phone me, Yeah, my phone number is three eight five two five one nine six four four. All right. And people can text me, ask me yeah. whatever they want to know about okay. money management and investment. Right on. Well, no crank calling them either, right? Well, hey, um, I want to thank you, John, for spending the time and sharing a little bit of your story. Thanks, Todd. Um, another Thanks for wonderful, the chance. Absolutely. And I love your drive to try to better yourself and how you went from where you were at in Brazil. You know, like you said, you loved it. It's a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. But your situation there wasn't ideal. Yep. And you wanted to try to make things better for you. And, and obviously now you're married to Chantel and you guys are doing some really cool things. And so I admire you for what you're doing and the way you live your life. And and so I want to thank you for being on Thanks, my, my Believecast. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I, I have heard a good stuff about y- y- your podcast and all the people I I have seen you talking. And one of the other guys, uh, he studies at LDS Business College as well. And yeah, Williamson. I, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a good I dude. I know him. Yeah, and you're a good dude too. And I thank again, you. I appreciate you being on. And so there you go, listeners. Another uh, amazing belief cast with another great person, uh, John Rodriguez. Please reach out to him if you'd like to know any more. Um, again, thanks for your support. And again, thank you to Veracity Networks for your sponsorship of this. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a great day, and uh, we'll uh, be touch, touch with you guys soon.